And I'm going to put I'm mine. Gonna... Ah! <laughs> Stop touching my things. Stop touching me. Stop touching me. Shut up. I'm not, I don't care about you anymore. Shut, I don't like you. I'm turning this light on, too. Fine. Now I can read. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ready to start a show? Woo! <laughs> then let's just start a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, Please go fuck yourself. What do Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Hi. I'm Kathy. I'm Lady Solaris. I'm Count Boogie, and over there is... Unger. And Unger! (laughs) And we are here. Unger was surprisingly on cue there. He was ready, man. Good job, good job. Oh my God, Kathy, there are so many more people here than were... There's somebody actually sitting in the guest chair. For Friday's uh, show of mayhem. She's really pretty, too. She is. Lady Solaris is with us. Hello, Lady Solaris. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Boogie. How are you? I am. I'm happy now. Now that we are all together. Yay. We are all together bringing our magic. You got your hub there. Yes, I do. We got Al and Del and Unger and little Mew over there. Oh, wait. Do you notice all that you Mew? Is, all you see is Mew's vagina right now. Uh, she yeah, has, I noticed that. She earlier. has her blanket on. She's on her laptop, and but she's facing us, and the blanket just is only halfway up her shin. And so it's just She just all, spread her legs a little more, the she, slut. Because she's, that's what she does. Look, she's the cutest little whore I've ever met. She is. Oh, oh She's my I little whore. I just ho- got the look. <laughs> she's, why, why did you, you, Kathy, what did you say to her to stop I the vagina? I I thought it was saying nice things. <laughs> now it's her, just her little feet, but her feet are cute too. Yes, very cute feet. <sighs> oh my God. Hello, Biggie. Hello, Kathy. How are you? I am wonderful, Kathy. It has been such a wonderful week with such amazing, wonderful things. Are we going to lie about our lives today? (laughs) (laughs) I think people are sick and tired of hearing about... Are we just going to move on and say, everything is wonderful, Kathy? It is. um, It's a wonderful day, Kathy. Unger! It's a wonderful day, Boogie. Everything is sunshine and happiness. Just joy. I love it. But you know what was fun? I gotta, uh, I gotta save um, for our listeners, which is kind of weird because once a month, you and I now do a secret PP point five half a PP show just for our Patreon supporters, and we actually did the first one. Um, I what is it last Thursday or something? And we just sat here, just you and me, and. Uh, Oh, I like you're scratching that off of that other part. So whatever, I'm talking about it now. But it was fun. It was it was it was fun to do it a little bit different, and uh, it, it was, was sh- awkward as fuck. But it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, and it was the very three strange people talking here with nobody here. I felt like this echo in the room every time one of us opened. And it was mouths. just you and me, and yeah. we sang at the end of that show, Kathy. That was fun because singing's important. You're going to find out why later. Uh, really? Yeah, oh, I'm not going to no. tell. But okay. just trust me. Just go with me. On I'll it. go with you. What else we got? Went to the snow with Mew. Talked about that on the the peepee show too. And uh, that was fun. We built a mini snowman and uh, took lots of pictures of her naked butt and her vagina. In the snow, buddy. In the snow. Well, you know, you got to do those peep shots, you know? It's like we were walking up the trail and you're like, okay, wait, wait, wait. And we're all hee, 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 And like the people walk around the trail that way and there's no one on the trail. And I'm all, okay, go! She's all, that! 
vagina. She didn't say that. And then she puts it away. <laughs> And the snowman Does it make that noise and when she puts snowman it away? Mouse. And then she goes, and I go, okay, okay, okay. We go around another, and there's some trees in the background, and I'm like, okay, this time bend over and do a little wiggle. And she goes, here's my butthole. Woo! Okay, I know she did not say that. I'm a snowplow. Take me, bad boy. Mew, did you say it like That's that? exactly how she says it. It's exactly how she says it. <laughs> so I will eat the snowman. Okay, the one thing I will say. That was amazing is, uh, I think I said it in the other little show too, is there was a waterfall and we're like, oh wow, we've pulled over and- Hey, 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 you're what? giving away uh, half a pee-pee content on the regular show. Now no one's going to listen to half a pee-pee. There was only three people that listened to half a pee-pee. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Lead on. <laughs> but anyway, the I, the waterfall fell on the icicles and, uh, and it created splash on the icicles and then slowly covered these sticks with water and they turned into like 50 ice dildos and so there might be one of the videos where i go okay mew go ahead and do it icicle blow job and then she sucked off one of the bushes it was it was pretty amazing oh my god i love her i do love her she's smiling i just do love her because that's how she talks <laughs> she does not mew talks you. like that like a crazy southern cartoon character. <laughs> food around the corner. Food around the corner. I got food around the corner for me. No, oh, no, 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 no. Food around the corner. Food around the corner. Kathy, this is one of those days. This is called acting out, by the way. When it you're is. a child and you're having some emotional problems, they call it acting out when you seek that negative attention. You and I attention. must be having a lot of emotional problems. And we're problems just going to act out. I so don't Laris know. Is, is regretting ever having come on the show, I think. <laughs> she's watching She just has her, she's sitting in this very <laughs> pensive position, just like with the, you know, the fingers up, you know, just sitting there kind of twiddling her fingers going, hmm. Yes, these are interesting folks at Perverted Podcast. Because what else do we have to talk about? We don't have a lot to talk about. I mean, I didn't, I didn't have anything unusual happen this week other than, you know. You know what I never play? What? I never play the new Potato no, you Mayhem don't, Jingles. do you? Potato Mayhem, if there's not blood, it's not good enough. <laughs> and me who's laughing. <laughs> it makes her happy. If there's no blood, it's, it's not good anal? I just realized that we hadn't, the only time we did play this was last month and it was this one. So yeah. I, there's like five others. There's but five? it's true. If there's no blood, it's not good anal. Well, not to for me. everybody, but for certain. For certain muse. Certain muse. <laughs> for certain. Icicle blowjob. Look at my vagina. All right. You were going to talk about Wix. Oh, yeah. Fuck Wix. Sorry. I'm just. Uh, so if anybody's looking for our website. If right now, it's down for a day or so because I'm just switching back to GoDaddy. Both of their website builders are equally as crappy and equally as horrible for search engine optimization. But at least at GoDaddy, I could talk with a guy today. 48 minutes and 35 seconds. He talked to me, and I started the conversation with, well, both of you guys suck donkey balls on your website builders. You did not. And he said, can we use that donkey balls You're in our marketing? Lying. I swear to God, I have always loved GoDaddy because you can talk to them. And I talk like a human, and they laugh no, with you. No, it's 100% true. I yeah. got GoDaddy, too. We got soap.la.org. So, so, yeah. Same thing. I call them up. I yeah, foul language. They don't care. Those guys love it. They're yeah, like they're in Arizona like or something Scottsdale, like that. Arizona. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. corroborating your story. Yeah, yeah. So, so at least 
And now apparently the new website builder that they have is better than the last one that I have where he's like, that was actually awful. They're discontinuing it. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. And it was half. And I was still paying for the old website while we tried Wix. And I can't even type in perverted podcast into Google and have the homepage come up anywhere. Yeah. Like it's all like, you know, YouTubes and, and SoundClouds and whatever. So it was all bullshit. And so I just said, you know what, if I'm going to go, at least I want to go where I can talk to people and they'll sympathize with me. If I say, hey, this part of your site sucks, they go, I totally get it. Let's not use that. All right. So you switch it over for the time being. So it's for time being. Technically, if you type in countboogie.com, it will will forward you to the old perverted podcast that was on GoDaddy. Tornado? Turdnado? Tur- no, 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 oh. no, 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 no. We did move on past Turdnado. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, no, so you can get to the Perverted Podcast website if you type in countboogie.com. But for some reason, I got a call tomorrow. Right. The, the DNS Not hasn't that hordes switched. of people are trying to get yeah, on our website. Yeah, well, you know, we so. do have people. and have so traffic? Wow. So yeah, so now the guy just said, hey, just do the SEO stuff yourself. The search engine optimization. Go on YouTube. Learn how to do it. You can still put your keywords in your page and stuff like that. So I'm not good at that. And that's why I kind of just jumped to places that were like, hey, you can blah, blah, the blah, blah. And so I'm like, great, you'll wow, do it. Wow, you're quite a that's, conversation. I told you, I don't know. That's so you know it. So whatever. <laughs> so that's why people are like in droves, in not droves. able to find perverted podcast On the website, is that it? We're I moving think, on. Can we just uh, no, move Unger on? Unger had something. Unger! Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait he might wait, have wait. had something. Unger, Unger, Unger. Blood crutch. Blood crutch. Sorry. <laughs> Blood crutch. Blood crutch. Blood crutch. Hooks. <laughs> Wait, aren't you gonna aren't you gonna do something? Today? No. no. And when is this? The twenty fifth. Of March or, or of February. March. Yeah. Tentatively. Tentatively, this is gonna be pretty cool. We're gonna do a, 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 a on show hook pull with Owl. With Yay! Owl. Um, <laughs> Basically, she wasn't able to make the last hook pull, so I told her, hey, I know you like doing this, so let's do it whenever you want. And we talked about possibly doing it on the show, and so now we're talking about possibly doing it on the show. That would be awesome. So you're going to do a hook pull with her, or you're just going to hook her up to the to the hard point or something? I'll or to put- my genitals. I'll put what? What? I'm just saying for the show. Dude, she just spit out. She wasn't even drinking anything, and I just I'll, saw her spit. I'm going to facilitate. You're going to facilitate. 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 So we'll talk about it and figure it out. We have a month before we do this, so there's time to figure it out. We're just tonight said, hey, we talked about this. Do we want to plan it? So I forced them into choosing a date. Doing. That's right. But this will work for us. <laughs> this will work for us and our perverted podcast listeners. I understand your headspace and intimacy and, and that type of thing. That's your deal. But no, really, what so date, that's why tentatively uh-huh. we'll be doing that. But I just thought of that. I mean, if, if you had like a female dominant and she had and they and wanted to do a hook pull CBT slash, I'm sure that's been done. Where, you know, the, the female dominant puts hooks in herself or, or the dominant male dominant, whatever. And then the male submissive. I guess you could do it to labia, too. Yes. Like you could hook up the labia yes. and then pull labia to something else. And yep. then. Just and remember, is this something that's like everyone does and I'm just retarded no. and just don't know? Okay. Nobody no, trip and I'm, fall I'm because that's that. That would, would be horrible. <laughs> That would be edge play jump rope right there. Yeah. Edge play jump rope. So you now just, you give me an idea of hooks on two people connected to a jump rope and swinging it to have somebody do that oh. jump rope. That's right. And then if they miss, 
If they miss, that's just fish hooks a flying. Boogie, stop giving under. That's ideas. why we're talking about using heavier gauge, but not not for that. But we're talking about that. Oh, then but. if someone la- it'll just literally yank both people to the ground. Could. <laughs> stop laughing. That's not funny. Or we could just light some candles. <laughs> Put Al on the table. Give her a nice make massage. Sure, make, give her a little massage. You know, maybe make sure she has some good tea. What type of tea do you like, Al? Green. Green tea. Green tea for Al. A little bit there. And then we'll all just... Um, I'll pull out the gong. The gong. You will know. make its appearance. Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get real wooey. We'll, well, we'll maybe, dress. Maybe we'll dress this will be the time that you can have the gong during a poll. Ah, that'd be the awesome. one and only time. We've been wanting to do that for ages. One of my one of my play partners uh, does sound healing, and she has the giant bowls. And she was teaching me how to um, rotate. I mean, they're like three hundred dollar bowls. And I'm like, I gong, and she's all, oh, "That's awesome!" And so I'm like, "Ha! Ah, finally, somebody gets it. <laughs> the two somebody of you gets alone, it. Yeah, she gets it. All right, let's, yes. Let's move on, shall we? Let's move on. Pet Life helps you deal with mental herpes Let's put a logic condom on our brain Now we're better protected from a king-shaming world Hey, 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 you're messing up my hey, notes here Hey, 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 hey For hey. your peace of click, mind Click, click, click Please know that every, the po- author of every post we talk about <laughs> Has specifically given us permission to do so Even though I can't uh, stop tripping over my lips today. So <laughs> Lip tripping. <laughs> the little lip tripping. Today's post is from CN Stars, who wrote something called Wounds That Become Scars. And she says, we all carry wounds from time to time. Broken, bleeding, gaping wounds that cause gut-wrenching pain. Sometimes we carry them for years. So when did my wound heal? When I chose me. My very last real conversation with my ex was not some dramatic fireworks spectacular. He simply let me down mid-crisis for the hundredth time and said, I'm too busy to be your rock, and I never will be. These words echoed for hours later. I have since embraced my new life, and I can honestly say I have never been happier. Your bloody, gaping wound will heal. In the end, you simply have to survive, and it starts with choosing you. Let your wound scar, then choose to live. That is a wonderful post, Kathy. Yes, it is. Did you not read the part about the person uh, discriminating against her in the post? Discriminating against Wasn't her. Wasn't there a story in there about someone talking about her divorce? Uh, there was a lot of different threads in there. There was a, a, a situation in there where somebody, maybe somebody older, much older, kind of shamed her. Yes. And, and uh, said, you're and doing said, very well for someone, someone in your position. Yeah. Yeah. For, you know, a why can't. And yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, why can't you kids just stay married? Yeah. That was the beginning of the post and it set her off and she basically yeah. wanted to kick the walker out from under this woman. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been amazing. <laughs> and after hearing that, yes. I decided that, uh, Kathy... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That I have a response for that. Do ya? Little response. Just a you and Solaris have a response. We have a response. I, I don't know if I have the right mic for the response. And uh, but our response with Lady Solaris a long time ago. I wrote a song. Fauna and I sang it, and then uh, Solaris and I sang it and recorded it. And and I think it's very fitting. Oh, please sing it for us, Boogie. We're gonna sing this song, and it's Aww. everyone just relax. Yeah. Let's do this. Far away I'll fly to a place with bluer skies. Now that I finalize 
my divorce, bitch. I'll go where I want and I'll stay out late without hearing crap from a nagging mate. Now that I finalized my divorce, maybe I'll travel to India and learn to give a bath to an elephant. I can scuba dive a mountain climb and nobody can tell me that I can't. Cause you're not around anymore You can't talk trash about my friends And I can finally go find better sex It's true <laughs> Now that I finalized my divorce Your nasty habits have made me sick I'll go away with this legal trick Now that I finalized my divorce no longer do I have to play the role of your father or mother. And glory to God, will I never again have to support your deadbeat brother? Bye bye, here's your problem now. I'm gonna buy some brand new clothes. Maybe get a tattoo or pierce my nose. Now that I finalized my divorce. It can be scary to be back on your own But don't be afraid, you're never alone Many of us have finalized a divorce Come on everyone, join in the jazz bar! Skies. Now that I finalized my D. You know, Walker tells you. Oh my God! You gotta be you. You gotta get rid of that zero. It is actually find a, yourself a hero. A surprisingly uplifting song. <laughs> it is my only uplifting song. I like it. <laughs> and it's, Lady Solaris has a lovely voice. Oh, that was fun. Happy. We we that song was supposed to reach like I mean because sixty percent of people get divorced and so many people th- that was my trigger. When I saw, you know, because that's something people say. They give those shitty little passive aggressive, well, in my day, we used to just work it out. In your day, you just used to suffer because you were told by some god or some society that you have to suffer and live a miserable life and be with somebody who treats you like shit and, and die like that. And now we understand that that's called wasting your life. Yes, um... You know, it's surprisingly simplistic what the poster says. You just you have to live your life and you give your scars time to heal. And yet it's uh, always amazing to me how few people learn that little trick. Right? I got it. And I you, got co- a lot you of find all when I got divorced. Yeah, and you find all kinds of ways of working around it, or tricking yourself, or or sometimes you force yourself to get past it sooner than than you're able to. And the bottom line is, healing has 
its own rhythm and its own and, and it will do it in its own time frame and it's different for everybody uh, but the one thing they all have in common is that it is a scar it's going to hurt and it takes time to get over it sure. um, I absolutely love when she says I chose me because that is absolutely 100% the starting point of any healing process is that you have to turn around and decide right now it's all about me it's not I, I you of course have to go through life and and uh uh, adhere to the rules of society and do the things you need to do to get through your day. But um, that is the one thing that has always uh, accelerated my healing process, no matter what I was going to. Well, yeah, you got to always put the oxygen mask on yourself first. I constantly told that again and again and again by many people that it's, it's got to be you first. And because if you're the best you that you can possibly be, then you can be the best for everybody else around you. And then you can actually be there for somebody else and be able to be present in your relationships with others. So. And that's the only uh, really responsibility you have in life is and, and um, probably in the most existential statement I've ever made. It's the, it's the only thing you ever, you have any control over is what well, no, you do with your own life. Yeah. 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 100%. Only you. That's the, that's the only thing that you can potentially control. You can't control what happens to you. You can't control, you know, shit that happens in the environment. You can't control the other person that you're in a relationship with. You can only control you and hope to make a better you so that you can enjoy the rest of your life on the planet. Hopefully being kinky and perp- perverted. That's Hopefully. right. So now I'm going to take us away oh. from the self and uh, go back to divorce um, because <laughs> I've been divorced and you guys haven't. So um, so here's some of the things I want to say. Um, it, what's really important is there is a certain amount of truth to everything. And I'm not telling people that the second shit goes bad, you should drump your relationship and that you should just dump it because there are things and dynamics that that you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice when you're married and you now have these thing called children. You do not get to just up and leave those children. They are now a part of your responsibility. You chose to have those children. They are now your responsibility. You don't just get to run off to fucking Mexico and explore uh, the world for uh, you know years and years and abandon your children. So that is a difference in this dynamic, but it does not mean that you have to continue to stay in an abusive or toxic toxic relationship. You do have to make a plan, however, for the responsibilities that you do have in life. So I'm not telling people, you know, because uh, it's real easy for us to say is is as we're people that don't have children, so we don't we don't contemplate that. But a lot of people on this planet have kids. It's kind of true, and when they go into that thing of making that change. Yes, you have to consider that and you have to consider the children and you have to consider the things in your work and family. And yes, those are all considerations. But ultimately, if it is something that is making you miserable and unhappy, it might be time to make that new plan. If you're if if it's just the two of you and there are no children or family ties or blah, 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 then it is a much easier decision to make. You can separate yourself from that relationship and, and get away. And and start anew and let and and deal with your scars and your healing and putting yourself first. I do like the idea of people that do try at least for a while. I'm not telling people the second it goes bad to leave. Because there is a lot of magic sometimes when you work out something with somebody that maybe is going bad for a year or so and you guys are at least willing to work on it. 
I'm not saying that everyone should. Does everyone? Are you guys with me on that? No, I completely agree with you on that. I mean, I've been married for over ten years, and has the marriage been easy the whole time? God fucking no. And <laughs> that's why we paid a lot of money to a good therapist so right. that we learned how to be able to talk to one another, so that we could get through our problems sure. as opposed to not. You know, right. and and that was the thing was was divorce something that was brought up? Yes, but when we started to think about it, we well, me personally, I'm gonna talk for me. Enough for Caleb. Me personally, when I started to think about it, it was it, it became I became incredibly anxious because I'm like, wait a minute, I'm going to be missing all of this, you know, all the good times with this person. Right. So that's the thing is you also do have to take like an internal inventory of how you feel about the relationship because yes, maybe you want to leave because it's because it's abusive or you know, it's just not. Yeah, those are easy ones. Those are easy ones, but when you're just qu- not quite feeling right, it may it may be the relationship, it may be something else in your life that you're not necessarily thinking about right. and so you you really do have to do an internal inventory when you're actually thinking about leaving a relationship especially if you've been there for a very long time you know built a life with this person maybe intertwined your finances and with divorce i mean that's you know it's, it's a hard decision to make because then you have to go through all that legal bullshit sure Aches. so i think so it's a, I, I was i just married. wanted to make sure we had a little bit of a discussion because we don't talk that much about divorce because you know you and i aren't, aren't married Yay. Right now. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. So, uh, but I have done it and I did. I mean, I was a Christian when I got divorced. So, I mean, I literally, that is considered in evangelical Christianity. You're not allowed to get a divorce. You have to just stick it out and be miserable to the end because if you suffer, you get to go to heaven afterwards. So even if this life is shit and misery, you just suffer through all the pain and abuse and, and negativity and then you get some giant reward and, and, and that's not real. So that's where I had, uh, you have to decide, hey, wait a minute, how much time do I want to give up before I finally go? And I know people that have struggled after divorce uh, for a long time to kind of find their feet and get going. And that's why there's support groups. There's divorce support groups. You have tons of people. That's why I wrote this little clever little song that Solaris and I just sang to let people know that relationships and in sometimes long-term relationships like marriages that end in divorce after years that is a very traumatic thing and you deserve just like kathy was talking about you deserve to give yourself that time and to find that support and to surround yourself with people that understand when a relationship that significant does come to an end whether it's divorce or you just a long-term relationship exactly. kind of the same things apply divorce tends to be a little more legally intertwining and and shit like that, especially when there's kids. Yeah, but for some people, it can be the best thing. It can oh, be absolutely. like the for, opening to the next chapter well, of their I'm life. Well, I'm thinking if 60% of people get divorced in America, well, that it's a good thing for most well, yeah, people. It's, it's, it's a good thing for most people, but what's actually fairly interesting is that the, the millennial generation, because we've been waiting much longer to get married, yeah. we have lower divorce rates really? than, yeah, than, those, than those generations that precede us. Well, I think also... Because you get to find yourself. That's the thing is like i when i got married i was 24 i had just graduated from college my husband is seven years my senior and so i mean that didn't bother me at all in any way shape or form Uh, but thinking back i was still really young and didn't know a lot now i'm going to be 35 in a couple of months and there's a lot more that i know about myself now than i did when i was i I was in my mid-20s so if i would have waited a little bit longer to get married then maybe i would have been able to have an easier time navigate some of this time yeah Yeah. be able to navigate it and so i can understand why people in my generation are waiting longer and 
a lot of times they're not even getting married. They're just, you know, living together for a very, very long time. And it's like, that's totally cool and fine. One of the reasons why I decided to get married was because I wanted to have that legal intertwine. That's why I wanted the, the gay and lesbian population to be able to get married is because sure. there's a lot of legal benefits that sure, come with and marriage. Visitation and you know, yeah. hospitals and, you know. But it's also if, if, div- if divorce is just a tool, it's just a tool that you can utilize to, you know, potentially close one chapter of your life and open another. And so if you can think of it that way, that you're closing one chapter, you can mourn that one chapter of your life and then begin, you know, this, this new chapter. It, it doesn't, it, divorce should not necessarily impact you and, and kind of bring on, cause I know a lot of people, they have the connotation of, Oh, I'm a, di- I'm a divorcee. I'm a divorcee. I, I got divorced. I don't want to have to tell people about this thing you that happened dirty, in my past. The and it's scarlet like, letter. Yeah. And it's like, no, divorce isn't that way anymore. Don't, don't think about it no, that way. It, it was, it was a portion of your life where you were once happy. So you decided to somehow marry this other person. And then you decided to close that chapter so that you could meet other people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. God damn it. Unger, do you have anything to say about divorce? No. Unger <laughs> <laughs> is wise. Hey, you know, I just realized we never actually introduced Lady Solaris and explained where she, what she does in the community. And we just jumped headlong. Well, she's into, been on the show before. Like how many episodes back? Not everybody listens to Like a million. To every, <laughs> a, mil- a million. A million. <laughs> well, l- l- Lady Solaris, what, what do you do? What do I do in the community? You sing. She doesn't do a lot. She's a pretty good singer. She's a really good singer. So my husband and I, we actually um, founded and run SOAP, which is the Social of Age Players here in Los Angeles. yeah. Yeah. So I volunteer for that a lot. And obviously I've been intertwined with Boogie ever since he's entered the community, which has been the most entertaining ever. (sighs) We've done a lot of videos. Your foot's been seen around the world. My foot has been seen around the world. (laughs) Did you know about that? Like yeah, all go the, back. All, Look at the videos. Go to YouTube. You got to type in like the foot fetish video. Figure out which foot's mine. You got to type in the the turkey video. The turkey That's where video. it all started. Like, There's go find my foot. <laughs> Just one. It, it it was the Santa video. I think or one of the videos. It, no, it, it was the turkey. It was turkey video where I and was holding the camera. And you wrong. just could see your foot, and and then it just became a gag. <laughs> you should just put your foot, hide your foot, and everything. I think I put your foot on a brick or something. Yeah, in he's put it in, yeah. in random places in all videos. If you can find all of them, props to you. Yeah, <laughs> we should make it a game. So all the foot fetish guys are like, oh, I gotta find all her feet, <laughs> all the Solaris feet. Oh. So there, that's a good introduction. So how do they find out about soap? Uh, it's soap-la.org. Well, so does your website work? Yeah, it's kind of crappy, but you know, I only got so much time. Oh, you got should. it. Oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Such a dork. You know, when you listen to the original Rolling Stones track of Ruby's Tuesday, there is a harmony in that I tried to get and I didn't get. Fucking, I swear to God. Kind of like Wild Horses, man. There's just a couple fucking, fuck, man. Just shit, man. You just listen to some of those fucking classic tracks and how they just laid that shit down without Pro Tools. without, And they just went in there and fucking did it. They fucking Keith Richards shot some heroin in his fucking dick. And they just fucking, all right, man, let's do this, Mick. And they fucking just, just put some magic down. Every time you talk about anybody, any kind of rock stars, you sound like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> 
I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> Got this little booger here in my finger. Ew! <laughs> That was Jim Carrey doing an impersonation of, of Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> okay, I played the jingle. Let's you did. <laughs> I have no idea what we're doing. All right, this is Tamna wrote to us and said, I recently discovered PP and you're now my daily company on my way to and from work. Woo! I love this show. <laughs> we love you all. We love you. Fucking oaf. <laughs> I love the show. Has anyone said that Boogie sometimes sounds like Rick from Rick and Morty? <laughs> oh, my God. That is the greatest compliment ever. <laughs> season four. Season four. Everyone just just pray to the Rick and Morty gods. Season four. It's already confirmed. It's confirmed. I know. It's confirmed. It's coming. <laughs> Look, I am in a life. I have lived a life of fucking shit that looked good, and then it fell through. I will not be satiated until the episode airs. Season wow. four. Get on it, kids. That was intense. He's super into Rick and I Marty. know. Okay. He goes on to say, where I come from, the King community is not public. There are next to no events and absolutely zero dedicated BDSM clubs or dungeons. As a new person in kink, I would love to hear more about the play scenes, about your personal scenes, or scenes that you remember observing, if that's not too much to ask of you. I understand that scenes are personal to people involved, but I'm having trouble finding concrete examples of the flows of the scene. For example, impact scene. How do you start? Where do you go? When do you end? Now, Boogie, (laughs) when I first read this, I was like, I don't understand this question. And instantly... I put myself in this person's place, and I thought, if you had never been to Threshold, if you didn't know anything about BDSM or kink, you would be fucking lost. You wouldn't even know where to begin. I've seen so many, hundreds of scenes here at the club that I feel I have a good grasp on on how it works, but if you don't, oh, you're fucked. It's true. It's true because you you have the fantasy, and that's how so many problems happen. My first uh, play scene uh, had problems, uh, you know, went this way, it worked out. But um, it, And so, yeah, it is really important. And that's why, you know, and we've talked about that. Like, I wanted to put the virtual reality camera in a room and, like, actually do some BDSM stuff. And and uh, so people could actually see how these things unfold. And, and once again, you know, everything take with a grain of salt it works out different for everyone everyone's going to have different limits and different things they want to do and ways they want to approach things but there are some basics if you want to have a positive bdsm impacts play scene there's there's definitely some things you can do and then kind of grow from there do you agree with me absolutely first thing obviously if you're going to do a scene would be your negotiation and that would be where you guys you and your potential partner would talk about the things that you're curious about, the things that you might want to try, the things that you don't want to do. Like, is it going to be sexual? Is is it not going to be sexual? What's okay to touch? What's not okay to touch? What types of things can we use? What types of things do we not want to use? And then stick with that plan. We just uh, recently had an issue that we had to help someone through where the plan slightly went a little bit south, not big, but the other person spun and it became like a whole big, a whole big thing. So be very specific about that. 
and stick with that plan. And then go into that plan. You have your your little thing of toys. Okay, we're going to use this little crop that I got on eBay and then a little spoon that I got from from the 99-cent store. And then I got this, you know, I got, uh, you know, my hands and then my teeth and then my fingernails. And, and then I got this giant, uh, you know, stone-sharpened butcher knife. And, uh, you know, I got, uh, you know, the kidney dish that I'm going to take your kidney out and put it in the dish. <laughs> and then, you know, I was just waiting for what? Kathy to stop me. <laughs> And she just wasn't going to. I was literally yawning. Yeah, she's literally yawning. <laughs> she's literally yawning, and I'm like, okay. And then you, you know, okay, you now, light the body on fire, and then you're you fuck me. the corpse, and then Jesus, Kathy. At some point, you got to go. Hey, you're di- you're forcing me to divulge a secret. Hey, I tend to tune you out a lot. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Kathy. I love our people. Say you guys work so well together. I this guess is why not. I'm just gonna turn on my Pokemon Go right now. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I caught a jinx today, by the way, two of them, just I so you know. I literally don't know what you Yeah, because you know you're what? not in the Pokey Solaris, No. After, after we, we recorded half a pee-pee, I, we got in my car and we drove. I drove around so that this one over here could catch Pokemon. Yeah, it like I used to do from you. Hilarious. He, <laughs> I turned, got, he turned into a little, I I kid you not. So I was why did little. you not record this so the world could see? Well, I was driving. I it wasn't he a would, little, and I, I resent that. We need hidden camera inside the car. Was, this has got to happen. I was oh, excited. He was like this. Oh, oh, Kathy, look. Shh, shh, look what I just found. Okay, go ahead. Flick that one over there. Flick it over there. Kathy oh my God, cut, you got it. He's like freaking out okay, on me. Me? Check out. Let me do cat. I forgot what it was, but we were going. We were going to. Sorry to interrupt your instructions on a BDSM play scene. You can just pause or skip over this. But this is important. This is Pokemon shit. So Kathy and I are sitting in this parking lot. Two old fat farts that just fucking finished our show. We sang his oaf. It was great. Patreon only gets to hear it. And we're sitting in this parking lot at like 10 at night. You know, driving around, spinning fucking pokey stops on my phone. And then there was something that I, like, didn't know how to do, but it was really urgent. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. what It was like a catch something. You were looking at some icon. You're like, I don't know how to do that. What does that mean? What is that? And, oh, sh- so Kathy gets in the panic with me. And we both. <laughs> it's, Kathy's like, well, I don't know how to do it. Well, what are you doing? And I go, I don't know. I think I'm going to lose this thing. It's going to run away. And she's like, calm you. <laughs> <laughs> so... She got into this with me, <laughs> and then we just stopped, and we just looked at each other, oh, and we went, we got this it. is what we do on Let's our a night home. out. <laughs> like, we're rock stars. We should be snorting coke off a fucking hooker's ass, <laughs> we're not smacking it, just we're, saying, why don't you lay on the floor and <laughs> shove a fish in your pussy for my entertainment? We're oaf, Boogie. But no, no one is our after show, our us. celebration, our Rolling Stones fucking uh, backstage is Pokemon so outside of fries. Let's go, let's go to Fries <laughs> Electronic where we can drive around and spin Pokies on. You wasn't even there. <laughs> she would have gone with us. All right, let's go on. So anyway, so you've negotiated. <laughs> Now that you've negotiated, you decided to stick can in. Can I just can I just what? throw in this one thing with negotiation? Because sure. uh, this was one thing that I got questions about during the class is the negotiation. Because I did a class on negotiation for soap because there's so many new people that come there. And with the negotiation process, I very highly recommend that you all are clothed and that you haven't already started anything before oh, your negotiation. Good point. That you're clothed and that you're both sitting down. You know, maybe maybe you're doing this at dinner before, or maybe you're not necessarily having so dinner. So you maybe you have don't a snack. negotiate during the place. Yeah, you're having 
like a b- I kind of thought that was just assumed that was my mistake. No, a lot of people actually don't. Was, they don't they understand start that, fucking, it, yeah, that it, that it needs like, to be before. And it's like, so can I put this knife on your butthole? <laughs> yes, that happens. That's the thing. No, you, I know that happens. But, but, but a yeah. lot of people, they don't know. So okay, that's so why. to so, clarify. So we're setting the scene. you got to clarify. Negotiate yeah. first. Clo- yeah, clothed. clothed. <laughs> yes. Are clothed. you listening, Tamna? Yes. And, uh, and then kind of stick to the plan and also understand that both of you negotiate if you're going to use a safe word, fine. But if no is the safe word, let no be the safe word. You know, a safe word is really all you need in, in a consensual, non-consensual scene. Any other scene, you should be able to say no or I don't like that or this doesn't feel comfortable. And your partner should respect that unless you have negotiated that it's going to be a consensual non-consent. All normal language that means stop or slow down should mean slop, 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 <laughs> sloppy seconds and slow down. You get, you guys get what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then once you go, then you can start kind of going in, start with light and then just warm up. Start with maybe a little bit of hand touching and, okay, hand touching. Sorry. I meant touching with the hands. <laughs> we just sit there and rub <laughs> each other's hands. Hey, Let's open the Book of fetishes. Mormon now. Too. People got fetishes about that. That's right. We'll just rub. But yeah, start kind of slow and work your way up and then be honest with each other and feel each other out and kind of just let it build and then maybe get into some a little more spanky spanky and then see and then how, you do know. not renegotiate in the middle yeah, of the just, just keep ever, going along ever, there's ever. plenty to do inside of your negotiations if it's just spanking stick with spanking tell them why it's not a good idea to renegotiate well it's not a good idea to thank you Kathy that's a really good point that you bring up it's not a good idea to negotiate during a play scene for a number of reasons uh, the main reason being is some people when they start getting involved in that visceral animal kind of feeling they go into a headspace that people call subspace or top top space whatever it's an altered kind of thing where your endorphins and dopamine and all the stuff's firing so you're technically a little high and at that time you may be a lot more influenced to say yes to things that you wouldn't normally say just like when you're on drugs or alcohol you don't you can't give consent when you're drunk or high so technically you can't really give consent if you're high on your own chemicals too um so no, but we're kind of saying about the for like people that are fairly new playing with each sure. other because I can tell you that the scene scenes that I've had with you know people that I've known for five years those are definitely going to take a you know what yeah. that's an excellent point this is uh, this is about a new this people, about new people. This is brand new people. or you've met yeah you either new to the scene or you're about so to play with someone you've never played one with of the before. things that I believe it was Calum that said uh, uh, is that you should you should leaving the scene feeling like you want more is actually a good thing sure, because absolutely. that means that you did not that that both parties did not push the envelope too far sure and so you do want to leave the scene you know wanting like hey i could have taken a taken it a little bit harder i could have i could have done that you know for a bit longer time period so you you do kind of you do have that feeling of wanting more towards the end it's kindergarten nice. theory yeah, yeah. stop the game at the peak of the game so the kids will want to play the game again and not charge you with rape Correct. I learned that. I learned that when I in child psychology. I had to take a lot of units for that. Boogie. You know what I was just wondering? What? That we have. Why I'm so goddamn sexy? No, that is not what I was wondering. Because I could see you looking at me. Uh, You are just what in your own. I'm acting out. Yes, you are. I normally we we hear Dell or Owl just weighing in, and I thought, why haven't we heard from that? I realized because there's no fucking mics around here. (laughs) We're taking them all up. Take this mic back. (laughs) Let's. 
They don't really have such good things to say. <laughs> well, while while we're doing the mic thing, can I say one thing to what is the person's name who asked the question about Tamna? Scene? Tamna. Yes. So Tamna, I I know that you know being in the rural area, like never seeing a scene, they're not really super accurate if you watch them through pornography sites or anything like that because they just all of a sudden start and stuff starts happening. Uh, I'll describe just uh, one scene that uh, I've had in in my experience that that started again. It started with the negotiation, as Boogie was saying, kind of laid out some of the tools so that the because I'm a top that the bottom could could see so that they could you know say yes that one's okay that one's not okay I'm not comfortable with that but yes 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 yes. So after I had all the tools that were that were of my disposal as well as some rope because bondage was okay, I started by uh, for me music always drives the scene. For some people, it's rock. Yeah, For no. other people, it's rap. For some people, it's electronic dance music. For me, it's industrial electronic dance. Love it. Music for me helps set the scene, helps drive the scene. I put the music on. I, a lot of times, will put a blindfold on somebody so that they can they can kind of get more into their head and not have to worry so much about everything that's around them. Um, I'll start by slowly touching them, like Boogie was saying, You know, just running my hands over their body so that they can feel me, so that we can kind of get into the same groove. Um, then I'll I'll start by binding them and then maybe I'll start doing some sort of impact play with light instruments after I've done a little bit of binding, constantly checking in with the submissive the entire time um, and then just kind of having the scene unfold from there. Sometimes scenes can last 20 minutes. Sometimes they can last three hours. I've had lots of different stuff happen in between. Sometimes I'll change position because the submissive doesn't want to be standing. They want to be laying down. You can do this in a bedroom. You can utilize the bed. You can utilize sofas. You can utilize the the arms of sofas. Um, massage tables are like a hundred bucks on eBay. Make sure that you have one that's weight rated properly because I've had mine break before. But <laughs> oh <laughs> you can my. you can use massage tables from eBay. So there's... that's impact play, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go from relaxation to head trauma. <laughs> well, luckily it didn't it didn't drop. It just kind of broke the bottom portion. Yeah. So we glued that back up. It's fine. Um, but but that's kind of how I tend to set the scene. That's how my scenes kind of go through. And so then once you finish your scene, then there's this part that we call aftercare uh, where you take somebody down. Now, aftercare can be different for everyone. Some people like a lot of aftercare. Some people don't like a lot at all or not at all. They just want to be checked in on and left alone. So that's also something you talk about in your negotiation. And if the person says, I don't know, then say afterwards, is it okay if I put a blanket on you or is it okay if I, you know, get you some something to drink and, you know, maybe a piece of chocolate or something like that. Um, and then you can negotiate that too. And then that after time is just to kind of just be calm and let everything kind of settle, all the chemicals and recombuberate themselves. And then that's a time to just sit and, and it can be cuddly and very petty. And sometimes that's actually the stronger amount of subspace yeah. that the bottom will go through is during that aftercare because all the intensity is now over and it's just that that oh and then they just fly so that's why it's very important to be there for that person if somebody is very loopy and spacey you don't let them drive for about an hour make sure they get something to eat and then there's the double secret important aftercare which is the check-in make sure if they don't live with you or whatever make them check in when they get home with a text or something i got home and then insist 
on a call or something the next day, even if it was a light scene, I always ask people to check in with me. Just Can you just check in with me if you're having any feelings? Because even something little can maybe, especially with somebody new, it can set something off in them that they're like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this, or I'm a freak, or this was wrong, and you really want to be available for that person the next day to answer any questions, or maybe it's a week from then, you know, so I usually try to check in the next day and then leave open to them, hey, if something comes up, because maybe somebody talks to them, they're like, oh, I did this amazing scene, and then they're like, you're a freak, you're wrong, you got raped, you know, whatever, and then they have feelings, and so... You know, once you play with somebody, you kind of own that play scene for the rest of your life. So be available. That's very true. I, and I will say from my perspective, when I've played with people, um, have had either two separate experiences. When I play with somebody that I know that I've taken my time to get to know them, it is much more comfortable for me and much more re- rewarding. Those are the times that I can point to and say those were some of my best scenes. Uh when I have played with someone who I've either met that night or who I know in passing but don't really know that much about, I find it to be much more awkward, personally awkward, difficult to maneuver through the scene, and um, not that much fun for me, frankly. And and since I'm somebody who likes to uh, take my time getting to know people, it's difficult to find play partners who are that ki- that have that level of patience and enjoy that getting to know each other as much as I do. So uh, there's also that to take into account is that it's okay to feel awkward when you are negotiating and playing with somebody, particularly if you've ne- you don't know them that well, or even if you've never played before. Uh, it's something that's going to happen. And, and if you're some, I mean, like I've heard Boogie talk about his scenes where there are times where he just meets someone that night and he goes in and he has a time of his life. I can't honestly say that I ever see myself doing that. It's just not the way I'm wired. Oh, My point being I, that I everybody is different. That. See, yeah, yeah we got, a, I like the distance. Fun, I yeah. would much rather have somebody that I actually don't have a super close, intimate relationship with. I like the distance because right. I, I'm, I like to objectify. So if nice. I like you and you're close to me, I don't like to objectify you. Aww. So if you're far away and you're brand new, you let loose, man. thumbs up. <laughs> so see, Tamina, there's like, we got three people on mics here and there's a lot of, there's really no one way to do a scene. Unger. Yes, Boogie. How do you approach a play scene? Uh, I, w- w- with, with caution and care and I keep my distance and I'm respectful as I watch. Damn. You know, <laughs> that is an answer and a half. <laughs> I believe you to a point. <laughs> well, and when I, mean, I say point, if I mean point. going on, that's how I'm going to approach. Sure. And then, but once you get the go. Oh, if I'm in the scene? Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's a whole gracious. different thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you even listening to us? I knew. <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> What's going on in the chat room? Uh, a lot of random talk about caning. Good. Huh. Caning is good. Caning is and, amazing. And making videos of caning and making videos of fire stuff. Yes. God. I want to do more of that. Freaky chat We just room. need to play. And now there's sites, because I've always had the conundrum. Obviously, I can't put it on YouTube. And then Pornhub is a little, I you know, how does Pornhub work with kink? Like, I really wish we could make more, like, a real little play scene and put it on something and then offer it to our listeners. It's like, here's some, this is this is a little scene. And just, you know, start to finish, 25, 30 minutes. And so I got to figure out a place where we can actually load that and have it be reliable and embed that and not go to jail in certain countries and stuff like that. (laughs) Know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
<laughs> so tell tell that Discord group <laughs> that we're into that. All right. They'll hear it tomorrow. <laughs> it's true. Wow. But you can tell them tonight. Do but, you guys have like anything to, to add? Anybody in the hear. audience? <laughs> Nobody? Oh, wait. Here we go. Uh, here. Al has something to say. Yes, Al. Uh, this is right. Okay. Am I good? Can yeah, you you're right. Okay. Kathy's um, head's blocking you. Hang on well, I guess the one, the one thing that I saw um, that I've seen people do that's really helpful for the negotiation part, at least, is to, whether you're topping or bottoming, is to make a list if you're a bottom, like a list of things that you want to make sure you remember to tell people, or sure. if you're topping like a list of things you want to remember to ask people, like universally, like it changes depending on the scene, but like a universal list of what you want to ask people is what I've seen. Yeah, there's nothing do. wrong with that. And yeah. you can make that list sexy. And that's something like I wish we would do in more dungeons to have that available. And that may be something uh, that we push for is to have that little clipboard there with a basic negotiation thing. Because, yeah, sometimes when you're new, especially, you don't have the right... Sometimes when you're old and you've been doing it a long time, you don't have that that order of things, and sometimes you miss some things. And you can make it sexy. I mean, I've known people that have like said, we're going to make this list, and if you're the bottom, I can put you on the ground and literally put a foot on your back and then check off the checkboard uh, with what you're interested in. And that's still pretty goddamn DSE, and it's sexy, you know. Or I can put you, you know, somewhere in a position to where there's a power exchange. And now, okay, how do you feel about floggers? Great, great. So there's ways to do it. Some people say, oh, it takes away the sexiness and it's lame and it looks really, you know, I don't forget what the word like an office or something, uh, you know. And and I think you know, use your creativity and make it work. You know, the bottom line is is you're trying to have a positive experience with someone, and if making a list um, helps you both feel comfortable um, that you're doing your best, because shit can always go wrong. Doesn't matter how much you negotiate or or whatever, stuff can go sideways. But you know, the more you prepare, I think, the better off you'll be. I think that it's is good. I don't think we've done the most this. expansive answer we've ever given. I think well, we've given pieces, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's pieces nice. of it because it's it's kind of hard. It's it's a very difficult thing to actually verbally explain a scene and what it looks like Absolutely. to somebody. Reach out to me if you are no. a female <laughs> of uh, bottom persuasion <laughs> no. at uh, pervertedpodcast. Don't reach out, no matter what you. Are. You know, if I'll you're help a guy, you learn. Yes, Caleb. Caleb. Well, I was going to also add that um, I normally like to also kind of pitch the question of where do you want the scene to go and also frame the question of this is a safe space there are no wrong answers sure um because both people might not be afraid to say what they are or don't want especially newbies they're like they don't want to be accused of being too light or too hard yeah so no right now you can't say nothing wrong say what you want very good very good very good very good point to add god damn it what's next are we gonna do wait are we gonna wait 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 what there here say the Let's do this last so we end the show with that. Good. Is I'm that fine. okay? Is yes, that okay? Go for it. Okay, because then we'll go into. Podcast News. Yeah. Kathy? Yes. Do you have it at home? What? Yes, I do. Do you have the prize? The prize is at home ready to be mailed. The prize? Yes, who won, Boogie? Give us the scoop. So last week, I told a little story. A little story about a little uh, cell phone cover with donuts on it. Yeah, you did. And uh, that was show 194. This is show 195, by the way. I can count. Unger! Yes. Has the person who won been bragging in the Discord group? 
No. No? <laughs> they did mention that they won, though, at the beginning. Uh, okay. okay. Oh, cool. You can see that. So they did. Okay, good. good. Well, then, ladies and gentlemen, so the contest was is I filled a bag. I had Bunny and Mew count out condoms and fill them in a bag, and whoever guessed the closest put a picture of the condoms on Mew's butt and posted that up on a few different places, Reddit, Patreon, and, uh, and our FetLife page. And, Kathy, I was very happy. Yeah. I was very happy this was a good contest. Lots of people wrote in. This was good. I'd say probably close to 20, 20 plus entries. Man. Probably about you know, 12 or 13 on you know, one and then you know, whatever. That's but, kinda, but people that's actually. big for us. That's very big yeah. for us. That's participation. <laughs> oh, I feel so good. <laughs> and there was one number that was the closest. The number was 73. And there was one guess. That guessed 74 on the FetLife group, and that was... <laughs> so wrong. Pounding your chest. <laughs> love pain. <laughs> love, love pain one. I emailed them. Yay. And uh, she was very excited Has about... Has she given us her address? So yes, she gave her the address, okay, and so out. you'll send, and we'll send her some of the J stickers and, and some things. And, and a perverted podcast girly sticker. So congratulations. Yay. We did a contest and now you will mail it. I shall mail it. Because uh, I would. You're very uh, bad at that. I would not do that. Is that all we have on the PP? Well, we were going to talk about half a PP, but we kind of already did. And let me just say that when I came here to record half a PP. Yes. I realized how much uh, cleaning up you do for the actual audience. I get the love lab filled with your hanging, drying <laughs> underwear and socks everywhere. I forgot about that. I walk in almost very different when there's nobody <laughs> here. I've seen them once when he hung them on the cage in the main room. Yeah, that was great. There's something more intimate because this is where the guy sleeps for that, This is love. just. Uh, uh, oh, so, yeah. yeah. You want to do the. No, no okay. just whatever. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely that don't was clean. pretty. Uh, because, you know, I'm working in the studio. I do a lot of stuff. You know, you're making, around you. You're making, you're you're making like porn. You're doing things. <laughs> you know, sometimes I don't want to go to the laundromat. I just got a bucket. I'll wash it in the sink. You know, I'm very efficient. <laughs> I get a lot of things done in this studio. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Uh, so that's what I make happen. Okay. So, yeah, I don't clean up as much when it's just you because you're like my sister. <laughs> I've never we said that. We are more like that's siblings. Just, but we should That's fucking do some incest. No, stuff. let's do some incest. <laughs> the stuff. type of stuff that scratches Come on, eyes little out. incest butt stuff. No incest. Not butt me stuff, though, boogie. but you. No. Little incest. I'll shove a dildo in your ass. Yeah, you see, want. that's incest. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. It's hot if it's the other way around. Oh my god. Hot. Who would like to say? We had that. I'm not even going to go into no, that because I already know this is not going to work out to my favor. <laughs> nope. It never does, but It did. Everybody what? wants to see you get fucked in the ass by Kathy. And Aki. And Aki, yeah. And apparently. So, you know what? We're not going to do that. But what you do get is... Daddy reads stories. Little girls love them. Then they get sleepy. That's when he fucks them. And now, Perverted Podcast presents Daddy's Storytime, where everyone is over 18 because none of us want to go to jail. That's right. Yeah. Give it to us, Boogie. So, Kathy has written me. No, don't tell them I wrote it. Well, of course you wrote it. I didn't write this. That's the thing. Kathy writes it. Kathy writes it. I read it. And uh, you sent me. uh, Was this uh, an idea you had or was one of our listeners sent this in? I don't know. I had it. Huh? I you mean, don't, you they don't said know. Okay. Red Riding Hood. I Red said, Riding I'll, Hood. I'll run with it. So this is called for show 195. 
22519. That's today, by the way. 27th is a Pokemon event, oh, by the way. Gravy. It's uh, the birthday of What did I do? Pokemon. <laughs> you know what? And by the way, Dell, as a friend on Pokemon, you suck. You've I said I only play like once a week. Whatever. You've opened one gift. Wow. God. I blame you, Dell. Whatever. So it's Mew. I got Mew to download it again, and we go out now. We went on raids yesterday. It was so fun. Oh it was so God. cute to do that together. Isn't that bum good? Yeah, man. <laughs> This story's called Little Red Riding Hood. No, it's not. It's called Red Riding Hood Gets Eaten. There you go. Oh, wait. (laughs) Wait, I'm supposed to have, like, little music to it. There it is. That's better. (laughs) As she lay on the forest ground, the grass cooled beneath her bare bottom, Red couldn't help but think to herself, Grandma is going to be so angry with me. She was definitely going to be late now. But what did it matter? The wolf had eaten all the goodies in her basket, and when all that was gone, he had a smile wolfishly at her and said, Now, what do you have in that basket, little girl? Before she had time to even wonder what he meant, she was on her back, skirt flipped up, and legs in the air. That mean old wolf then ripped her panties off, and she felt his heated breath on her pussy seconds before beginning to lap up her sweet juices. She squirmed and moaned every time his long tongue found her clit, and although it felt great, she couldn't help but say, Oh, do please hurry. I'll be late for Grandma's. Hold still, the wolf barked, his coarse paws grabbing her hips to hold her firm. Why do your paws have to be so rough, she whined. He looked up from between her legs and grinned a mouthful of teeth at her. All the better to eat you with, my dear. Yay! And that is our show. <laughs> Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record. And if you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, find yourself something nice to do at night because I'm sorry, Threshold is still closed. Thank you to everyone in the Love Lab tonight, especially Unger and everybody in the chat room. <laughs> thank you to Lady Solaris for being here guest hosting and singing with her lovely voice. Of Whee! course. Thanks, guys. <laughs> thank you to Mew, Calum, Dell, and Al for being here as usual, our lovely audience. <laughs> if you have questions, comments, or ideas, either email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037. And don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com. And if you could just see the look on Boogie's face right now when he realized he has yet to check the phone I've messages. checked it. There's just a thing on it. We just Boogie. Did. Can you put on, put a note that says no. next week numbers, calls, because I have like a few of them. You I said, will. You, you said goodnight to Samuel. I did say goodnight to Samuel. Uh. Good night, Samuel. Could it tuck in your blankie, Samuel? Get you nice and warm. Wow. I like that. Why don't I get I that kind that of again. shit? Wait, I'm not going to tuck me you in. Call me at night and tuck me in. I, I, well, I always got to tuck the girls in. <laughs> You're a daddy. <laughs> you tuck people in. That's, That's how true. it works. That's true. kind of true. And finally, we don't have a song because we sing a song in this show. So when this show ends, you're just literally going to go, oh, 
Either that's going to be a relief that you don't have to listen to my fucking music anymore, or you're going to have a chasm in your life, an existential crisis, probably crash your car and burn to death. I think people are going to want to hear, just put a freaking song on. I don't know, two songs you, you, in a you show. You could like, take the recording of this and put it again at the end. So or, okay, that's again. a good idea. That's a good idea, Unger. I'll put the recorded version where you can hear me sing a little better. And then I'll put that. So okay. then there's double the divorce song fun. Double the divorce fun. Double the divorce fun. Call a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Perverted podcast Gmail got time. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! divorce I'll go where I want and I'll stay out late without hearing crap from a nagging maid now that I finalized my divorce maybe I'll travel to India and learn to give a bath to an elephant I can scuba dive a mountain climb and nobody can tell me that I can't Cause you're not around anymore You can't talk trash about my friends And I can finally go find better sex Now that I finalized my divorce Your nasty habits that made me sick I'll go away with this legal trick now that I finalized my divorce No longer do I have to play the role of your father or mother And glory to God will I never again have to support your deadbeat brother Bye bye Here's your problem now I'm gonna buy some brand new clothes Maybe get a tattoo or pierce my nose Now that I finalized my divorce It can be scary to be back on your own But don't be afraid, you're never alone Many of us have finalized a divorce